Esoteric Education of La Chiva, a podcast of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. La Chiva is the demon in me, and I am La Chiva. And the reason I say that is because when I was younger and I was a queer person, and when I was expressing odd spiritual behavior as now what I would think of it, people thought I was possessed by a demon. And I'm going with that now, and I'm running with it. And that's what's happening here on the Esoteric Education of La Chiva podcast. You're witnessing that. La Chiva is the demon in me, and I am La Chiva. I am a neo-pseudo-shaman, an anarchist, queer, expressionist, spiritual artisan, witch and diviner. And I am at your service. I want to care for you, and I hope you might also care for me, so all of us can just barely survive, and maybe even sur-thrive. Mm-hmm. I made that one up. So, fishstorygallery.com is the online site of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. And that music that you just heard was the piano stylings and composition composition of Matthew Lee Knowles. And part of the religious practice of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery right now that I'm practicing. All of you are practicing your own version, or many of you are practicing your own version of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery, the Fish Story Gallery religion, we could call it. But what one practice I'm doing now is songwriting. I, I wrote poems and I realized they were lyrics. And I just knew it because I knew they had to sing, and I wanted to sing. I felt a song in my heart, you see. But I'm not a musician. I'm as such. I am. I'm becoming a singer, even better. But I wasn't. I'm not a composer, and so I've been trying to write some songs and produce them. And Matthew Lee Knowles is helping me to do that. You can find him on Instagram. Check him out. And I. We also do on the religious faith, the fishstorygallery.com website, you can see exhibitions which ecstatically represent through video, through imagery, through text and recorded text, all kinds of different ways, music, the ecstatic exhibitions of fish storytellers who are just people like you, wonderful, extraordinary people who are just like you because you're wonderful and extraordinary and everyone can, you know, knit something or draw a picture and represent images from their life or important concepts from their life in an ecstatic fashion. And that's what we do at the Religious Faith of Fish Story Gallery. We tell our life stories as fish stories, which are always bigger and more, you know, exaggerated and queer, queer than uh, than um, your normal, uh, you know, biography or autobiography as such. Um, so everything we do is for an audience. That's the deal of the Fish Story Gallery religion, I suppose. And even if not all audiences, just your sweet dogs like mine who are sitting here with me. Um, you can also make an appointment with me, La Chiva. 
for divination. There's also divination appointments with Laura Dalton, who is um, in the deep heart of America, and she is an artist. Her ecstatic exhibition is also on the website, and you can see it there, and you should. And there's the ecstatic exhibition of Mr. Bubbles' Time, and the ecstatic exhibition of Creature Nun and my own ecstatic exhibition. And if you'd like to add and do an exhibition, check that, check them out and see what you think and what you might do. There are more to come. There are more ecstatic exhibitions in the pipeline. And there's more original music where you can hear some original music. There's a bonus track available for subscription on the podcast and then on the Patreon, all that we're working on is coming out slowly, but I perform them also, the songs of the Religious Faith of Fish Story Gallery. I'm performing them as we're writing them in rough, just rehearsal at home kind of thing. On Instagram Live, I've been doing it, but I've been thinking to also record those um, just on whatever a normal video and put it on the Patreon and on YouTube, maybe, who knows? So, but we're coming out with this religious music, because a religion should have music. And um, that's, I think, important. And they're ecstatic song. And so they invoke spirit. And that's religious, isn't it? So, I think one thing that's important to get into is the nature of the religious of the religion that um i have found and i'm saying i found it because it came to me in a divination and i really think it was revealed or channeled or whatever i don't know from what and i don't want to know from what because we don't believe it's not a religion of belief that's what was revealed it's a religion of praxis of rather than reliance on theory and what we believe and all of that, there is a component of that, but then, but it's a reliance, but it's not believing and being loyal to something or worshipping a god or thinking something's bigger and better than you are, or, you know, we are as a collective. Um, but it's about doing things and experiencing spirit through that doing and there are these six roots and i like i refer to them as the re righteously organizational no i messed it up here organization organizing so a root is the righteously organizing operation of trickery so you're tricking yourself into you're organizing yourself with these practices in order to trick yourself into experiencing spirit. And so, because, I don't know, I mean, I think doing these different things, so the roots are about making things, so doing the songs and the ecstatic exhibitions. Everything's for an audience. What we do is for an audience. That's one of the maxims of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. So, writing a poem, making a picture, doing a song, all of that, like crafting something from your own guts, that is one of the roots. Divination. And divination is, in fact, in my understanding of what happened to me as I found this religion, 
it was the, picking up the practice of divination in earnest a number of years ago led directly a couple of years ago to what I recognize as the founding of the relig of a religion that was happening. That's what I experienced. But it was because I opened the door through divination because divination in a poetry or song or making something of your own of an object of spiritual artisanry um, or a piece of art, you know, doing that is accessing spirit, but it's accessing spirit through your subjectivity, your human subjectivity and your human consciousness. And it sort of, you want it to originate from you and what your, you know, how you, well, you as the filter of spirit. With divination, we have a shared tool that provides text um, in answer to our query. And I like it queer, you know, that query has queer in it because it's like, it's not when people ask like, will I da da da? You're not gonna get yes or no, and you should not, because that gives you no creativity w with your life. And the whole idea is it's queer. You bring. The, I say to people sometimes, just say, just think of a kind of area of your life or a sensation that you're having, and. When you think of that, draw a card, or describe it to me in one emblematic sentence, and then we'll draw a card. Or, you know, or think of that kind of area, and then cast a hexagram. That's the other tool I use, is the I Ching. And you cast a hexagram and get the wisdom from about this general kind of, not general, but maybe just the sensation you're having, this irritation, this, you know, something's playing on me, what is it? Cast a hexagram and see what wisdom is received from the dense and interesting tech, oracular text of the I Ching in translation. And I like to read different translations or draw some cards as you open your mind and heart to these um, possibilities. So divination is like you're reaching out and you want to get something back from somewhere else. Art is you're getting it from spirit working through your subjectivity. And then food and medicine. So ingesting, what do we take in? We have to eat. We have to have sustenance. And so how do we, how are we creative with that? And how now we're moving into the world really of all of it, what we do is for an audience, remember, and that maxim means you have to cook for somebody. You have to make medicine for somebody and you have to give it to them. So this is where it's just like we need to do that. And so this is the anarchist mutual aid, mutual care aspect of the religion. And religions often cast themselves as having a charitable aspect, which would be like, you know, um, giving coins out, you know, I don't know, the, the charitable works that religions do. But it's that is still like not a mutual thing in my view it's from somewhere above to give down to those below instead of saying we're sitting at the same table and what we do is make food and give it to people because that's what we do and we don't think about who you are like that you need to be below us for that to get that we're on equal footing here 
I'm just working my way through it. Knowledge, that's another one of the roots, one of the righteously organizational operations of trickery. The knowledge is you read from texts and you listen from texts and you read them out loud. You read a play out loud and maybe you each take one of the parts and you absorb that. It's not about discussion. It can be and it can be like all of that, but it's really about just listening or listening to your own words that if you've written a treatise of some kind you know, not a work of art. It's more like your cosmology. So it's kind of like listening to cosmologies, listening to important, inclusive ideas read aloud. And there are texts, the I Ching itself, the tarot itself, although that is more of an image, text of imagery. And there is, you know, fairy tales, King Lear, the Parable of the Sower and Lilith's Brood by Octavia Butler, um, uh, the Tao Te Ching as translated by Ursula Le Guin. I'm just adding my own canon up together, and when the other people join me in the religion, then we'll by consensus either leave these things as things we read aloud or remove them by consensus, and we'll read them aloud. That's important. On the Patreon, I'm been reading, uh, there is, you can find some long ago, the reading videos, maybe I took them down, but I would like reading aloud very much, and I've read to my Sasquatch rhinoceros child since um, he first came to stay with me, and I began caring for him, and <clears throat> we've read, and that's a big important part of our connection with one another. And the one thing I would say that anything that we do also in line with this mutual aid aspect of the religion is for uh, suggested donation, the divinations or whatever, and <clears throat> or you're just donating, you know, like, you know, on Patreon, you're just donating. That's just to say we want you to keep doing things. And but everything would be the divinations be no one's turned away for lack of funds there's suggested donation but get in touch if you're desperate whatever you know if you have nothing and 25 percent of anything that we would make from divination specifically goes direct to direct action projects where we would like to start our own fish story gallery streets kitchen and pay what you can yoga and even combine that where we would do yoga and meditation and then have a meal together. We would love to do that in the community and we want Patreon to eventually pay for that if it was possible. But for now, we give 25% of what we make from divination to <clears throat> a local streets kitchen mutual aid direct action project, not charity, that stands on the street here and gives out food to anyone who comes up without, they don't make any distinction. That's very important and they made a big point of that when I um, heard from them about what they were doing. So I thought, well, this is worth supporting. And this is all, I bring it to these two tarot cards, the Devil and the Six of Cups. And the Devil and the Six of Cups, the Six of Cups is the card that sort of represents really mutual aid and mutual care and recognizing that other people have things that you need and you have things that they need and nobody has 
everything they need all completely to themselves. They don't. And that's, you know, nobody. And so that we're interdependent in that way, but that we have different strengths and abilities and needs and that we need to work together to complement that. That is, for me, the Six of Cups summary. And the devil, of course, is the one who makes mischief of that. You know, makes those unequal arrangements, you know, problematic and exploitative and... <clears throat> um, draining, you know, or like, you know, or f interesting and, you know, like m stimulating or kinky or whatever, you know, the devil makes mischief of our, um, uh, you know, capacity to help each other out, really. But without that mischief, well, that's just a foundation. See, that's the part I don't like about some religions that are so monolithic and so like believe this and whatever is that it doesn't leave room for the fact that like th that it's like we want to eradicate evil and we want to and this is all what we're going for is that god good thing and it's so like and an evil will die and you know all of this well but it's there you know and so it's and it's generative and it's productive and so the devil is not you know, I guess it can be bad, um, uh, in a way, <laughs> for sure. The experiences can be con uh, enslaving and, and torturous. But it is what, it is the stuff of life, is the way I put it sometimes. It's the stuff of life, and so we contend with it. That's what I think we even it all out, and we say everything's kind of on equal footing, you know, in a way, um, in terms of its the environment in which our bounded human lives are experiencing narrative. So, the other one is what I'm doing now, a magic spell. Well, <laughs> you know, it's the performance of, of these things for no reason. I think the, the thing about a magic spell needs to be that it's not... I sometimes... It, people do say anything can be a magic spell. And I say it's an ecstatic performance. So if I were to perform the songs of Fish Story Gallery Religion, I would be enacting a magic spell. I would be performing a magic spell in a certain sense. But I think it is also important to kind of do it for no reason, you know, or do silly things for no reason that seem silly or that seem like, or they're ritual. Like, you know, you take everything out, I make everything in a circle on the new moon, all my things from the altar, I take them down and put them in a circle and then I put them back. And that's just this performed ritual gesture. I guess it is tidying up in a certain sense, so it does have a productive element. But I mean, then, you know, you do these, like, you put flowers in your hair, act silly, you know, and you do things and, and it's just like we're doing it just because it's the full moon, just because. And that's... Um, an important aspect of magic spells. I think that, how important those ceremonies, and of course there's festivals and ceremonies in every religion, and that's what we're doing here. We're calling it magic spells, but it's just when you do these certain things, and I've chosen to just do them on the full moon and the new moon and the equinoxes and the solstices, and, you know, because those are things that are just bodies in space that are happening. So why not go with that? <laughs> huh. 
And so that's, those are the roots of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. Now, I have chosen ahead of time today using a process of synchronicitous um, random chance operation, um, an app on the phone that spins a wheel and chooses. And I choose in each podcast a top one of the roots, one of the righteously organizational operations of trickery, excuse me, interrupted there so so what I choose a root and I choose also a um golden topic I call it and I'm have a big long list of golden topics that include all kinds of different things that I think are relevant to fish story gallery and so I choose at random so I choose a root and I choose a topic now the root that I chose today was there are only six so you know, <laughs> there, there are larger topics, broader things. Divination was the route that I chose today. And the topic was fox. Because we have totem animals in the religious faith of fish story. You can do it any way you want. I'm the only one doing it right now, so these are the ones that there are. Um, but the idea is that you would do the faith... Um, by just doing these practices and sharing them because what we do is for an audience and that would be your religious faith the fish story gallery you could even then rename it and do that you know and like call it by your thing i did fish story because i like the idea of fish stories being slippery stories that are exaggerations but we have these so the there are these totem animals and one of the totem animals is fox and the there's fox, goat, and octopus, and there's then this fish monster, which is from a picture that I bought at a prison for women um, years ago, and it really struck me, and it's a, it's a, you first look at it, and you're like, oh, it's a mermaid on a beach, and then you look, and you're like, no, it isn't, not at all. The head is a fish, and the body, from the waist down, appears to be f female. And so that is, you know, a monster washed up, you know, on the beach, and then you get this horrible idea, you know, so that's a totem. So we, these totems came, and the religion almost like, they, I think they communicated the religion to me, these spirit animals and monster totem that have come around. There's some, you know, but goat, octopus, and fox are the main sort of spirit, animal spirits, spirit animals. This is kind of neo-shamanic, um, neo-pseudo-shamanic. And so, like, um, they, so the fox. Now, where I grew up, I didn't remember seeing foxes and things, but living in London, I see them everywhere. There are urban foxes lots and they can cause mischief they open up the rubbish and strew it about they're shameless about like getting into things and stuff but really sneaky and yet when you see them they stop and regard you very carefully and there's a stillness and like that is incredibly powerful and you know, there's, and there's almost like, they're, 
is a real strong sense of a communication between the two of you that is mysterious indeed <laughs> and that's what it um that's one of the issues with the fox and so the fox came and when i knew i was going to do a project or when something was coming to me i was walking with my little sasquatch to the train and it was broad daylight on our birthday we share a birthday broad daylight on our birthday in the morning and foxes are usually out at night traffic people bustling to go to school and suddenly a beautiful fox with a big a lot of the urban foxes have a messed up tail ugh, that's all graggly and they've just gotten into so much trouble all of them but this one had still a big brush um of a bushy tail and it flew across the um two lanes of traffic and over a fence right in front of us and i felt that was an omen and i felt the fox was like oh, you know do it you know it was like this burst of like energy in the day of this mysterious creature of the night and i found that very powerful almost like saying to me let your creature of the night come out let your weird self emerge your demon yes that's it la chiva is the demon in me and i am la chiva yes so the fox spoke to me in that way and then there's then i came upon other fox material you know you can get a book on foxes and i i did it so here we go here this i just like the beginning of this book which is called fox by martin wallen i got it at the museum of natural history the modern scientific names of the fox distinguishing 21 species and 8 genera depend on classical terms that refer to it as incomplete false or ambiguous or simply a bad creature i re a demon and so like i really liked that as the opening sentence of the book false ambiguous incomplete one of the definite one of translations of one of the names of fox in some language was a not finished dog an unfinished dog or something so like there's this kind of like and this false idea and like they're trying to trick you and then and you know there's something ambiguous like exactly my encounter with foxes when i'm walking along and they suddenly are in front of you and you both freeze and they stare at you and it seems like are you gonna attack me because why wouldn't you just then run away like see that's the thing like why don't they just run away like but they don't they stop and they stay it would be easy there's lots of escape routes but they don't they stop and stare so it's like are you deciding that whether i might be your food <laughs> or whether you need to run away so this ambiguity um in what's happening and i think this is something this thing about it says a bad animal so this idea of like are the spirit beings that we encounter out to do us good and if so what does that mean good for us becoming rich and successful in our material human pentacle lives or good um to get us closer to union with 
um, an undifferentiated divine other on the next plane of our existence. Um, you know, <clears throat> what is the good that um, we want from the divine um, and from religion and from an engagement with the transcendent as opposed to just trying to build the practical um, apparatus in this material world to keep us all um, taken care of. I think that religion needs to do both. It needs to do that up. It needs to be an apparatus of care, of mutual care where everyone is being cared for equally, and yet they may and will have different tasks. But the then the but then the idea of Fox is that there's always going to be that is that going to be a good thing, a good thing, a wholesome thing? No, there's corruption. That you need to know that what you're doing is, in some ways, always a bunch of bullshit. You know, like, it's always, like, just for yourself. You know, like, the fox, it's, like, out for itself. I think there's, like, this selfish component. So it's, like, when I think of doing Fish Story Gallery, it's not... I sometimes think, am I just trying to come up with something to where, like, to be a cult leader or something, just to where I would be taken care of by this apparatus the, of a religion that I want to build around myself but then it's like no the emphasis is on praxis it's not on following the lead or or any of that nonsense it's on and it's on um but it is like yes I do also just want to be taken care of I just want to you know dig in the bin like you know like I want you know so like I just it's not that I want to make a whole, the fox isn't like the beaver or the hedgehog, now this is an important thing we have to talk about, but the beaver building the dam and that's like it's raison d'etre, the fox is like all over the place and trying to find, and knowing that it's going to be dangerous and messy and all of that, and the idea of the the fox and the hedgehog was from this essay by um, a philosopher, Isaiah Berlin, and I'm going to give you the name, the <clears throat> maybe dates here, be very proper here. Um, well, it was published as a book in 1953, and it was called The Hedgehog and the Fox. And just very potted summary, the hedgehog is knows one big thing, and the fox knows a lot of things. And both are valuable and necessary because, like, he gives examples of, like, Plato, hedgehog, Aristotle, fox. So you see Plato, like, the Republic, this is how it is. I'm going to say to you, I'm trying to figure out how the world really is and then tell you. And Aristotle's like, let's talk about poetics, let's talk about animals, let's talk about this, let's talk about, like, you know, let's explore different possibilities for the way the world is. Shakespeare, who do you think? What do you think? Hedgehog or fox? Fox, you're right. Because <laughs> Shakespeare drawing from history, drawing from myth, drawing from, you know, like, his own imagination, you know, popular stories, you know, all of those things put together in a kind of um, ecstatic, dramatic philosophy that doesn't ever give you the way it he thinks it should be, you know, 
So I would see, you know, the fish story gallery religion as a fox religion. <laughs> so it can be many different things. So the idea that anybody can do these six root practices, make a poem, da-da-da, feed people, make food, make medicine, feed people, read things out loud. Oh, the one I didn't mention before is yoga and meditation, where you just do, or, but it doesn't even need to be yoga as such, but yoga means union of, and the, the union of is body, mind, and spirit, and so it's moving the body uh, in ways that connect it to spirit, that bring it, moving the body in ways that help the mind and the body, the mind being part of the body, I think in many ways, be a part of, be connected to spirit. So it could be Tai Chi, you know, does that too, but I'm not a practitioner of Tai Chi, but meditation, important. So embodied practice and meditation, and the, and divination, and those are um, things that anyone can do. So it's really a bare-bones religion, to be honest. I'm just filling it in with all kinds of my ecstatic dialogue and interest. And because I like, you know, the idea of a religion that sprawls. And yet, you know, if you're one person who does work already a, um, a job in an institution, I work for myself, but I have to interface with horrific legal institutions in order to try and care for people in a day job that is really causing me incredible emotional and mental harm <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and has also taught me an incredible amount about the world and human beings and the way they suffer and the way that they care and the way that they get on with it. I think that's the Donna Haraway has this way of putting it, getting on with. So how, who are we going to be able to get on with, you know, move forward with? Because we're all moving forward. You know, it's not a teleological idea of trying to get to some goal. That's the thing. And that's where Fox comes in, again, to, like, create mischief. You know, is that it's not necessarily working towards something, it's just getting on with it. And here are these different um, avenues down which we must all, in a certain way, get on, because we all have to speak for ourselves, and that's a creative, you know, act. Or we all have to kind of represent, or we many, or most of us. I mean, and that's what... It's an equalizing thing. It's absolutely dangerous for anyone to drop below equilibrium in the collective because it creates incredible suffering. And we see that. It creates incredible suffering for those who have stayed well above the, you know, halfway line. And it creates, of course, terrible suffering for those who slip below it. But everyone is spiritually out of whack. And yet, it will always be wavering. No matter how, it's like we're trying to do something just to try, that we're never going to be able to do, that just because that's what being here is about. And so, like, you know, it's like, this lady said to me, I used to work at a yogurt shop with this lady, and she said her husband used to take her to a, um, she called it a titty bar, and she said, what? and I said, well, what were you doing in a titty bar? And she said, well, I was watching titties. She said, if you're in a titty bar, watch titties. 
<laughs> so like <laughs> you know um <laughs> so like you know if you're in the human condition you know um do this kind of stuff that participates you with people on an equal level and helps you to you know find some equilibrium but don't think that you are in gonna find it or that it's always unraveling that's the good part really that's the good part that's coming now we um so the idea of fish story gallery is looking at lots of little different things now divination was the root though and i said before that divination was the key in a way or the key in to the religious faith of fish story gallery it really like opened the door um to me to be thinking because i think one of the things you grapple with is like is divination a religious practice or like are you talking to god is god answering or your god oh pardon me that was a little bit of gas and so like and see it has to be irreverent and queer that's an important aspect reverently queer over the top that's where spirit spirit likes to be shaken up this is neo pseudo shamanic as well oh and see the foxy thing is like all those titles that i refer to myself as because i wanted to be kind of silly in that way i'm neo pseudo shaman anarchist queer expressionist spiritual artisan witch and diviner so all of these this is a very foxy thing it's like you have to find it in all these different avenues and i was like well what am i what am i doing am i an artist Ugh, i can't that's too capitalist now art objects that's it's it isn't for the market this this isn't for the market. So I then, that was when I knew it was a religion, really, was when I couldn't market even the divination. I found it impossible to capitalize that, and I still can barely promote it. You know, I put things out on Twitter, we do, and stuff, but people help me. But they, but it's still, um, I'm just not a mover and a shaker. I don't have the heart of a salesman, let's put it that way, or a salesperson. And I, um, but, you know, I'm here to talk. Oh, we have to do, um, we have to do a divination because we were talking about divination. I'm going to shovel the cards. Hold on. I'm going to shuffle the cards. I do three nice shuffles, and then I'm going to cut. See, I hold the microphone in my hand like a diva while I do the podcast, so I can't just shuffle. I, I see people with these microphone stands. I need someone to help me up with a setup. But right now, I'm DIYing it out the O-Wazoo. So, here we go. I, we're going to draw three cards to talk to us about... <clears throat> Fox, what does Fox have to do with the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery? Mm. A powerful card of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery has come up. And a really, so we have the Prince of Cups, which is the King of Cups. The King of Cups and the Wheel of Fortune in the middle. So on one side, authority 
of emotion. Authority of those emotions. Perhaps this card has a shadowy kind of like person with sunglasses on emerging from a kind of shadow and then there's a giant cup of course this is the prince of cups but it's kind of like the emotions are what's hidden from our view we could say it's what takes place in the night so like the the king of cups so the authority over the you know the emotions that are hidden and then the wheel of fortune a powerful card because the wheel of fortune is when you are like well what this um uh, riseupgoodwitch.com Karina Rosella said shit's gotta change or shit's gonna change or something like that for the wheel of fortune and it is this like you know a revolution so using that mysterious energy of the night as a tool of revolution emotions that are hidden and that are dangerous that is what could be represented there and then the wheel of fortune is revolution radical change um you know it's going down is the name of a popular anarchist podcast it's going down i think for the wheel of fortune is like that in a way and then we have the ten of wands the wheel of fortune is card number 10 of course the ten of wands reflects that so reflects that kind of like we're at the end of a cycle and now something else has to happen that's what the tens do and the ten of wands is often is oppression overwhelm you know like the too muchness of this moment such that i collapse um and there is this kind of oh there is a such a sad story on um this online neighborhood forum around here in north london and they, they were talking about this little fox they share these some of them share stupid things but this was so sweet this fox well it was not sweet it was so sad or i don't know the circle of life this fox kind of wandered out and was riddled with worms and just wandered out up to the human um as if to say i don't know what else to do now i'm dying and the animal control came and they said that it would have to be put down because it was infested so badly with worms that it was being eaten alive um so sad but very much um uh the end of a cycle and you know this moment of reaching out in this way where the creature of the night emerges um to the human as if to say i we share this urban environment and i don't know where else to go for help um because i'm suffering and so it is you that idea you know of using this grim maybe register or you know sinister register um in order to create the revolution that will be required for us to sir thrive not just survive but sir thrive in um in this uh material plane in which we find ourselves which i don't even think i think the more i engage with the praxis the magical praxis beyond belief of the religious faith of fish story gallery the more i feel that i'm only barely i i can 
slip below the realm of perception of this material world, or above it, either way, I don't think there is above or below on the other side, and, and glimpse that indifferentiation of spirit, but very grounded in what I'm making and doing um, on this material plane, which feels satisfying, because I think it is the destiny of some people to experience this material plane as impossible, as absolutely intolerable, because every experience will happen just like water will flow into every crack it can find. Oh, bless. Um, it's come to the end of our time today. Um, Lachiva is the demon in me, and I am Lachiva, um, an ordained fish storyteller of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. You can find us and have ecstatic congress and healing with us at fishstorygallery.com. Fishstorygallery.com is the online site of the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery, and there you can see the ecstatic exhibitions of fish storytellers and exhibitionists just like you. You can make an appointment with Lachiva for spiritual counseling, liberatory, anti-clinical, divinatory, psychosocial therapy, and religious social services, including tarot and I Ching divination, meditation and yoga, magic spell performance, and creative writing. You can also support our work on Patreon, where any tier of subscription gets access to additional recordings and moving pictures by La Chiva and others about the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery. And various tiers of membership get a few little treats, um, such as a moving picture tarot reading for yourself, just from me. Um, so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Fish Story Gallery. You are not alone, because we have unconditional love and mutual care for you at the religious faith of Fish Story Gallery.